You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And why don't we break down what we saw today during practice? Yep, Texas A&M had their first Full padded practice, and I was there. I got to see up close and personal what Texas A&M is looking like and where are some things that they can improve on, where are some things that I think that they're going to be really strong on. These are going to be my observations I saw during Thursday's practice. If you love everything SEC, including Texas A&M, make sure you're listening to the Locked on SEC podcast with your host, Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790. Gordy breaks down all 14 teams in every single sport, including college baseball, college basketball, and naturally, the greatest sport of all, college football. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. As always, make sure you're following me at Mr. Cole Thompson. Name right down there below. For those of you watching on Tegna, I would love to connect with you. I would love to be able to see you. I'd love to be able to chat with you. So go ahead and follow me right there on Twitter or follow us at LockedOnAggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12-man related content found here on LOP. You can always subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. More importantly, if you love this show, you can also read our great work at AllAggies.com, powered by Sports Illustrated. All Aggies gives you all up-to-date info and breakdown of everything going on in College Station, from college basketball, college baseball, NFL, of course, college football and recruiting. So make sure you follow us there or at Aggies SI. This was a really nice day. Texas A&M got the pads on. You got to see a little bit more action and you got to see some intensity from these players. This is a big time year for the Aggies as they try to improve from a 9-1 season a year ago and build off that momentum in the SEC. Now, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither was the 12-man program underneath Jimbo Fisher. We're going into year four, but this feels like the strongest year he has had since joining the club. It's all his roster. They're all his players. This is what you are here to see. This is why you love Texas A&M, because of every single year, you are building the roster in the next coach's image. And so far, Jimbo Fisher has improved that roster every single step of the way. From the very first recruiting class he had, who are now going to be seniors this year, to the incoming freshmen. This is his team. Now, naturally, there are going to be some veteran names returning. Guys like Michael Clemens, guys like Tyree Jackson, guys who could have had a, you know, could have been in the NFL right now, but instead they get an extra year to rebuild. So now that we know all that, now that we know what the implications are, let's break down some of the biggest takeaways I saw at practice during Thursday. Number one, Michael Clemens is big. Like Michael Clemens is really big. I know when you look on paper and you go and look at someone and go 6'5", 260 pounds, oh, that's nothing. Dude, no, no. It is 6'5", action figure size, muscle-bound guy. And that is a scary thought. Imagine you looking at a G.I. Joe and it comes to life. That is exactly what Michael Clemens looked like. And he showed why he is going to be a terror to block off the edge. They were doing one-on-one drills, him and the other defensive ends. And every single play, it looked more and more like he was playing that standing nine technique, very similar to what Von Miller was doing back in 2000, uh, back in 2010 before he got drafted by the Denver Broncos. 
It's very similar to that. And he was terrorizing his coach. It was almost terrifying just to watch. And I was about 10 feet away. That's how quick he was moving off the ball. That's how strong he looked. That's how great his rip was. That's how much pressure he was adding off the corner to contain and close that gap. Now, this is against a coach. Again, this is against a six foot two coach, probably about 190, maybe 210. You know, you don't really know what size someone is at six foot two. But imagine going up against a six foot five, 315 pound lineman. You're not going to be able to shuck them that fast, but you're still going to be able to shuck them if they are off balance, if their footwork is not strong, if they're not making an impact and going completely toe to toe with you. That is what you look for in a number one pass rusher. And Michael Clemens, who led the team before his injury in sacks, is showing why he's going to be able to do this again. And the biggest thing of all is that he's a veteran. He's been in the system for a while. He is one of those super seniors that gets an extra year of eligibility because of the NCAA ruling. So he already knows exactly what Mike Elko is looking for, and he's gone up against a lot of talent in the SEC already. So to have these extra games underneath his belt is so influential to this defensive line. And the biggest thing that I take away from this, how does this help the next group? Guys like Danell Harris, guys like Fadil Diggs, guys, um, guys like Shamar Turner, who are going to be coming up in 2022, and they're going to need to make an impact. They can watch and learn something from Michael Clemens and Tyree Johnson and Marvin Leal. But I can tell you right now, I got to see DeMarvin Leal. He looks the part. He looked exactly what I expected. A guy who's a hybrid type player, can play the three technique, can play the spy technique, can play on the edge, he can move and interchange him. He's going to be a dangerous bull rusher. But I'm telling you, the guy to watch for on defense this year, without a doubt, is going to be Michael Clements. He is big. He is strong. He is powerful. And the best thing of all He's a veteran who has gone up against this competition for three straight years as a starter. That is hard to replace. Getting this extra year of eligibility gives Texas A&M a significant edge when it comes to the actual edge position. So I'm telling you right now, when you watch him on, on Saturdays, you're going to see him on the camera and you're going to go, man, he looks like he's gained some weight. Dude, he, he's gained more than weight. He has shed some weight. He has added pure muscle. And the G.I. Joe action figures, when you were a real American hero, we salute you. That guy, yeah, they cloned him this offseason. They got like that life-size clone, whatever it was. You know, that book that turned the doll real. Same thing. His name is Michael Clemens. He is number two, and he is going to be terrorizing an SEC team near you. That's for sure. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Sweatblock. Here's a quick thing that you need to know. Doctor created, doctor recommended, works up to seven days per use. It's dry shirt guaranteed. If sweat does get, doesn't get through you, you will get your money back. And it's feature tested on Rachel Ray's show by Firefighters. It's the best-selling Amazon product for the last 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews. Wear what you want to wear. There's a little secret behind you, and it must be able to be, it can fit inside your toiletry bag. So whether it's for a big presentation, a hot date, a nice rendezvous, whatever you want, there are so many things that you can do with this. And Sweatblock is stronger, more efficient than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply just apply it the night before you go to bed, and the next morning you wake up, wash, and go out and about your day, and don't have to worry about sweat. It's guaranteed. Listen, 
I know it sounds too good. And that's okay because it literally have you sweat block more than once or twice a week. And it's kept me dry the whole time. I don't have any bad pits. I don't have any bad smells. And I no longer am picking through my shirt to see which one smells the best. Now, you can get this deal and only through us when you go visit sweatblock.com and use the promo code locked on. You will receive a 20% welcome bonus. You can also get it on Amazon or CVS. Go get yourself a sweat block tonight. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, we're talking about takeaways from what we saw today at Texas A&M training camp. And there is a lot to like. And I mean, there is a ton to like. Let's go with this one. They are going to implement the Jet Sweep. I promise you. I don't know how they're going to use it, who they're going to use in it, but the Jet Sweep is going to become a major part of this system. You look at what Daryl Dickey does. You look at what uh, Jimbo Fisher has tried to do in the past. You look at the speed that they have on this team. There is a lot to like about this AM roster. And they have a bunch of players who can do a little bit of everything. I've mentioned Anaya Smith many times. I've mentioned uh, Devon A-Chain. But they also have a couple of other really talented wide receivers on the roster that can make a massive impact right away. And I do think one of them will be Musa Muhammad III. He is a guy that when you look at on paper, maybe more of a slot receiver, but he is going to do so much more than that. It's very evident that Jimbo Fisher wants to use him in that light. Another guy that just pops right off the paper when you get a good, clean look at him, it's Hezekiah Jones. He is now playing more of an outside role, and they are using him in a lot of different ways. During practice today, he played a little bit of a pitch. He played a little bit of a jet sweep. He played a little bit of a uh, kind of, uh, what was it, a wide receiver screen. There's a lot to like with that. And so they're going to use them in a multitude of ways. I do believe, though, with the addition of LJ Johnson in that backfield and what he can bring to the table, what you have to like more than anything else is the fact that you can now play a Devon A-Chain on the field as the same time as an LJ Johnson. You can now play a Nia Smith, Devon A-Chain, and Isaiah Spiller in the same backfield. You can now play DeAndre Jackson in that same similar formation. There is a lot to like about the system, but I will tell you this right now. The jet sweep is going to become a big deal, and I think a lot of teams are not going to be expecting it. I don't know how many times they'll implement it, but I promise you, when they do, they're going for pure speed. A guy who really impressed me today, maybe a smaller name that hasn't made a big impact because of he's really new, it's Euclid Brown. He's wearing number eight, and he has made a big impact. So he was a uh, three-star receiver coming out of, uh, I think it was Yuli, Florida, or uh, Miami. No, Miami, Florida. That's it. Uh, Miami Central. He is the number 45 player in the state of Florida, number 29 on Rivals, uh, number 87 on ESPN, number 25 athlete. And for a five foot eight guy, he is doing a lot. He is making an impact right away in a multitude of different ways. You saw him kind of play a little bit on the outside. You saw him run a bit of a fly pattern. You saw him make a little bit of plays across the middle of the field. You saw him run the button hook a few times. Guy can make some moves. Now, the biggest thing that I wonder is with a freshman and you look at the wide receivers ahead of him, guys like Caleb Chapman, guys like Hezekiah Jones, Musa Muhammad III, uh, Anaya Smith, Damon Demas when he comes back healthy. What is going to be the biggest takeaway? Is he going to be able to get on the field that much? Or are they going to redshirt him? Maybe they will. But what I will say is every single time I was watching, I looked for number eight. And number eight was making an impact on more ways than one. Another guy who has made an impact, and I do believe he will play this year, 
is Moose and Muhammad III. Moose, I am telling you guys right now, having that NFL background is so influential and such a good priority for Texas A&M. It is downright fantastic for the Aggies because of what they have now is a really top talented player who makes an immediate impact, not just on the ground game, but also in the slot. That's an area where I think that they're going to use Anaya Smith a lot, but they're also going to want to maybe run a little bit more spread. So if they run a four receiver set, you can have two wide receivers on either side, one on this slot, one on the other side, two on the perimeter, and you can play a guy like a Musa Muhammad. Having that NFL background, the ability to understand the run, the ability to play in space, the ability to make yourself bigger and smaller in the open field is so important for a wide receiver to have. And you can see those traits immediately coming out, immediately starting to thrive with the likes of Texas A&M's newest receiver from Charlotte, North Carolina. He didn't play last year. He was a redshirt freshman, and that's okay because now you know how to use him. He will be a guy that I honestly believe has such a big impact starting in 2022 that we will be looking at him as the future of this team. He will be pretty good this year, I think. I think in 2022, 2023, that's where he elevates his game to the next level. That's where he will be one of the most successful receivers Texas A&M has seen. One more before we go to commercial break. Um, Anaya Smith, going to be interesting to see where he goes because they're not playing him that much in running back. They're really not. I think that with, with what they have at running back right now, they feel very comfortable in their system. They feel very comfortable of what to do, what they believe is good, what they believe is uh, going to be the biggest case. So I don't know if he's actually going to be part of that running back group. Now, again, like I said, that doesn't mean that he's not going to be used in a running formation. Something along the lines of like a jet sweep, something along the lines of a quick pitch, little things like that, I actually do believe he could be very, very, very successful. I look at that part of the roster and I go, you know what? If that's his rushing attack, so be it. And there's guys in the NFL that do that all the time. Kadarius Tony did that a lot last year at Florida. Curtis Samuel did that a lot in Carolina last year. Um, Julian Edelman, before he retired, used to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Kiki QT in Houston gets a lot of quick little shovel passes that are passes that are completions, but they really are runs because if a quarterback's not doing much, it's literally the wide receiver is doing all the work after the catch. So I look at all of that and I go, okay, this is what I want to see. This is what I believe is going to work. This is why I think this is something to watch for. That's probably what you're going to see out of Anaya Smith this year. You never know who's going to be good. You never know who's going to be bad. And you know that you're going to have to make those bets on who you want to go to the college football playoff. So when you do, make sure you go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to make all your bets in sporting action, whether it be college football, the NBA, MLB postseason, whatever it is, go ahead and make your bets at betonline.ag. More importantly, Go visit betonline.ag and type in locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your very first deposit. That's right. Half price off on your first deposit right here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many different flavors? I mean, honestly, they really do have very 
kind of flavor you can have under the sun. So whether you're a coconut gal, a cherry barcia man, a mint brownie little kid, or more importantly, the old timer salted caramel, they have that bar for you. But probably best of all, if you don't know what you want, that's okay. They have a mystery box, which includes two of every flavor in the box. So you will get to try your new favorite before ordering every time after this. The bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. They only contain 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugars, four grams of net carbs. There's not a product like this out on the shelves. Go visit BillBar.com and type in LOCKED15 to save 15% off your very next purchase. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Depending on college football does not have to be a guessing game if you just listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast. Hosted by your boy Q, handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, presented by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcast listening systems. Okay, so everyone wants to hear about this, so let's just talk. Quarterback battle. You're not going to know anything. You're not. This is going to be one of the tightest quarterback battles of all time. And I've said this multiple times on the show, and I believe it. It's all based off the offensive line. It's not based off of uh, what happens in, you know, I, I mean, it does happen what happens in camp, but it's all based off, in my opinion, the offensive line. Whichever offensive line looks the strongest, whether that be Kenyon Green at left tackle, Kenyon Green at left guard, at center, uh, Ruben Fathery at right tackle, Jameer Johnson at left tackle, it, it doesn't matter. Whichever offensive line is trotted out there. So right now, let's just go with this. It'd probably be Luke Matthews in the middle, a key on the left, Layden on the right. Uh, no, Layden on the left, a key on the right, Jameer at right tackle, Kenyon at left tackle. I believe right now probably Haynes King gets the first snap. But at the same time, it wouldn't shock me that Zach Calzada gets there. There's not really a first team, a second team, I would say. Both got working. Both got to see a lot of reps. Both got to look the part. And, and that's exactly what Jimbo Fisher kept saying at his press conference. He kept coming out and saying multiple, multiple times, listen, I am going to make this a fair opportunity for everyone. Every single person is going to have their shot to make or break winning the QB1 battle. And he's making true on that. Every single time you watch this, they are making their mark. They are making sure every single day when they walk out of that practice field, however many reps Haynes gets, Zach is getting the exact same. However many reps Zach gets, Haynes is getting the exact same. This is going to be a battle that is decided by Jimbo Fisher at some point, but it won't happen just in this practice. It just won't. That's not what you think. It's never going to happen that way. And you have to understand that even though you look at this team right now, maybe, just maybe, Jimbo Fisher knows what he's doing in that aspect. Uh, let's see. What else can I say? Jalen Weidemeyer. Uh, Jalen Weidemeyer is healthy, which is really good. He was out most of the spring. He caught a touchdown pass from, I believe it was, I believe it was Haynes. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but 85 stuck out. So he's back. That's a really good sign. Uh, they also, you know, it's going to see some of the other tight ends make their mark. Blake Smith is wearing number 11, for those of you who didn't know. So he has a new number on offense now that Kellen Mond is in the NFL. Um, what else is there? Anaya Smith, again, they showed punt returns. Looks as shifty as ever. 
Looks like he's going to make a lot of defenders regret going up against him. Looks like he's going to make a lot of defenders miss an open coverage. So there's a lot to like about that part. Uh, one more thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Duh, let's see. LJ Johnson is really big. LJ Johnson is very big. And I don't know what type of role he is going to have with this Texas A&M roster, but I do think he is going to be something special for this team, at least in the sense of um, maybe a third down runner, maybe something else. Coaches like him. You know, you can see why he was the number one running back in the state. He's not that big. He's not like he's six foot three, 250, but looks like an action figure. He's more like five foot 11, uh, really stocky build, but you can tell his footwork is so strong. It's going to allow him to make every single defender miss in the open space coming down the line. So yeah, those are my notes from today. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson, name right down there below, and at Locked on Aggies. I'll be back on Monday to talk more things about Texas A&M and what to expect moving closer and closer towards the season. We will see you then. And remember, again, y'all, this has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.